Um, we mentioned the idea of flow again. Well, joining us now by phone from his office is Mahali Csikszentmihalyi. He's also contributed to the field of positive psychology with his book, Flow, the Psychology of Optimal Experience. He's also the director of the Quality of Life Research Center in Claremont, California. And uh, nice of you to join us today. Yes, hi. And I, and I hope I got your name approximately correct. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Seligman mentions flow in his book. You coined the phrase, what is flow? I, it was um, a name I gave to a state of uh, mind, a state of experience that people report when they're completely involved in what they're doing. Originally, I found this with artists as they were painting and uh, 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 sculpting, and they would spend uh, sometimes days um, just completely immersed in their work and not eat or barely sleep. And um, at the end of the work, they would look at what they did and they said, gee, this was nice, and they put it against the wall and forget about it. Hmm. And I became aware then that um, what really motivated these people to be so involved was the activity itself rather than the product, the outcome. And so that's how it started. And then we found the same thing with innumerable other activities from sports to other forms of art to mountain climbing to chess to um, uh, bridge uh, players and so forth. And finally... Uh, we began to study this in everyday life and to find how you can bring this total immersion into what you do, whether you are at work or like the waitress that Marty was describing or uh, uh, in your family life, how you interact with your children and so forth. Well, I think we can all recognize what the quality is. And again, I mentioned earlier, athletes tend to call it the zone a lot. Um, how do we find flow? Well, uh, partly it's by finding out what is it that you really like to do, and it's amazing how people are not aware of all the potential uh, activities they could be doing that would uh, match their strengths or match their interests, their curiosity. And so one, one is a question of finding out more about what you could be doing the other thing is to take the kind of things that you have to do anyway, like your job or your family life, and figure out how to transform those into the kind of activities that, to make it more like an art form rather than an obligation or a necessity that you have to do. And we have, you know, generally flow comes when you have very clear goals, uh, moment by moment, as if when you're playing a musical instrument, you know which note you need to hit next. And when you have that clarity of goals, it's much easier to focus and get involved. And then you have to be able to get feedback. Again, if you're playing a musical instrument, you hear whether the note you struck was the one that you wanted to hit. So if you bring clarity of goals, immediacy of feedback in what you're doing, you are on the way, and then you have to find the uh, the right balance between what you can do and what has to be done. So it's a balance of challenge and skills and so forth. There are five others I don't want to take right. time with this, but um, you can transform everyday life into something which is more manageable and enjoyable and involving. But uh, briefly, uh, you know, if if uh, if you're that secretary or a sweet streeper or or somebody like that, 
you know, how do you make that job? Uh, you know, it could get pretty tedious after a couple of days. <laughs> Not really. I mean, um, if you are uh, stuck with the job and you can't really find one that has more challenges, it's amazing how many challenges you can build into even the most uh, apparently tedious job. I mean, uh, one person I recall that was interviewed on television was a guy who sliced uh, salmon locks in a delicatessen in Manhattan, and he has been doing this for years, and he does it um, from morning to night, and the way he describes slicing logs was like a poet describing or a surgeon describing his job hmm. because he takes every fish and he he believes every fish is different from every other and he then slams the salmon on the marble counter and he forms a three-dimensional x-ray in his mind about how it looks how this fish is actually made up in, internally and then he will take one of the five knives that he sharpens regularly every day several times and he tries to cut this fish in a way that it will waste the f less, least meat and do it most efficiently and most elegantly. Yeah. And he gets, he gets a charge out of being able to do the job the best way that it can be done. Well, thanks very much. That's very helpful. Okay. Mahali Csikszentmihalyi is the director of the Quality of Life Research Center in Claremont, California. You're listening to Talk of the Nation from NPR News.